my friends, and welcome back to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everybody's having a terrific, blessed day today, as always. And thank you again for continuing to support Health Masters and getting your even basic essentials like your mouthwash, your toothpaste from Health Masters and allowing us to bring you this show every single day, commercial-free from healthmasters.com. So thank you for sponsoring the show. Thank you for supporting what we do. And thank you for continually getting the truth out there on a regular basis. You know where to get a hold of us. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. And be sure to check out the ProCut Core on sale for product of the week, the last day today. And also, too, vote for what you want to see win tomorrow. A lot of different products going up there and a lot of stuff going on sale. So be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com. Now, one of the first things that I've, a lot of people have been talking about is this massive debacle that's occurred now with Fox News. And, uh, I mean, their shares dropped a significant but I mean, they, they took a big hit on their shares yesterday, and everybody has been talking about this as far as with Tucker Carlson. What's interesting about this is he just proved the very point of what we've all talked about for years is that Big Pharma runs the media. And this was the last live show that he did, and he blatantly came out, and I'll read you guys what he said if you guys have not seen it. And uh, even Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, talked about it, and he said Carlson's breathtakingly courageous April 19th monologue broke TV's two biggest rules. Tucker told the truth about how greedy pharma advertisers controlled TV news content and how the newscasters basically promoted the jabs they knew to be lethal and worthless. And what he's referring to is the uh, Carlson's monologue, and this was uh, Tucker Carlson. He said, and I quote, the channels took hundreds of millions of dollars from big pharma companies, and then they shilled for their sketchy products on the air. And as they did that, they maligned anyone who was skeptical of those products. At the very least, this was a moral crime. It was disgusting, but it was universal, and it happened across the entire American news media. They all did it. So at this point, the question isn't who in public life is corrupt. There's too many to count. The question is, who's actually telling the truth? There are not many of those. One of those is Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who knew early that the COVID vaccines were both ineffective and potentially dangerous. And he said so in public to the extent that he was disallowed. Science has since proven Robert F. Kennedy Jr. right, unequivocally right. But Kennedy was not rewarded for this. He was vilified. He was censored. Because he dared to criticize their advertisers, the news media called Bobby Kennedy a Nazi and then attacked his family. And, but he kept doing it. He was not intimidated, and we're glad he wasn't. This is one of those moments when it's nice to have a truth teller around that's helpful because suddenly the stakes are very high. Whoa. That was Tucker Carlson on live air on Fox. And uh, I'm surprised they honestly didn't pull that when he started talking about uh, the big pharma. Because he says right here, he doesn't exclude Fox News, guys. <laughs> he said it happened across American news media. They all did it. It was universal when referring to all the money that Pfizer gave every single mainstream media outlet to continue to push the shot. And then, of course, you had every single news outlet and newscaster brag about the shot and encourage the shot and tell everybody how they needed the shot and how it was going to save everybody and how it was safe and effective. You guys have seen the video where they, they do the 
different newscasters and they put each one up and it goes up and up and up with all these different scenes and they're all saying the exact same thing. Most people have seen that video. It's like 40 or 50 different shots of newscasters. They're all saying the exact same thing verbatim in unison, one after another, after another, after another. This shows you what the power of money has with the pharmaceutical companies when there's been blatant discussions on this before. Roughly 70% of the ad revenue that's brought into the news stations is from big pharmaceutical. When I was over uh, training over the weekend, uh, we were staying in a cabin and um, hunting cabin, and they had a dish network out there. And the one of my buddies had a TV on. He was watching a movie and had commercials on it, though, and I was cleaning guns and just kind of paying attention on and off. And I finally looked over, and I said, dude, can you mute the commercials? And he's like, yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm trying to find the remote. I'm trying to do it. And I said, you notice, like, every single media or every single commercial is pharmaceutical? And he goes, yeah. He goes, it's crazy. He goes, that's why I don't have TV anymore. He goes, I don't even have TV. He goes, I only have internet in my house. I said, I'm the same way. And I said, this is nuts. And it was. It was like commercials every, like, 10 minutes in this movie, like every 10 minutes commercials would start. And it was literally like seven to eight out of 10 commercials. It's like 80%, 70 to 80% of the commercials. Pharmaceutical. I mean, it's over and over and over. And I finally said, dude, mute that garbage. I don't want subliminal nonsense going to my head with these stupid drugs. And it's crazy because so many people don't even realize it. And what's ironic is the United States is one of the only places in the world that you can have direct from pharmaceutical, direct-to-consumer advertising, meaning the pharmaceutical company, the very drug they make, they can put a ad drug commercial on television directly to the consumer. Most countries don't allow that because of what it does. It subconsciously starts implanting these ideas and thoughts for the drugs. Do you think they put together these pharmaceutical commercials just haphazardly? They just get somebody together. Hey, throw a commercial together real quick. You know, you, you got you got 30 minutes. Throw it together. We're going to throw it on live air. No. These guys have psychological warfare techniques and marketing skills that are unmatched by almost any other manufacturer admin, as far as marketing ads. They put together this stuff. It takes months to put these commercials together. They do all type of demographic research. They do all types of research on how they're going to directly market the individuals that may be watching the show. That's why you always see, and it's a giant joke. They're, oh, do you have restless leg syndrome? Oh, I was so, and restless leg syndrome. You can take this new drug, and it'll completely help you out. And it shows this couple running through the field with butterflies, and they're jumping over sunflowers, and they're all happy and giddy, and the sun's behind their back, and they're laughing. And all of a sudden, side effects may include nausea, constipation, death, heart attack, stroke, seizures, convulsion. You're like, that doesn't sound very healthy at all. And they say it real fast at the end. In about one second. Well, that's, I'll just deal with you know having my leg twitch one time at night, whatever. But this is what they've done now, and Tucker Carlson called these guys out directly and uh, was immediately fired for it. Ironically enough, now the problem that Fox doesn't realize is they just created a monster. Because if Tucker Carlson really is who he says he is and he really is about bringing the truth out, I'm sure he's going to start his own podcast now. And I'm sure it is going to explode with the following that he has. And if he does this and he does it right, he will have the ability to get real, true, investigative journalism out to the American population and get the truth out there unfettered by Fox News. 
because I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Rupert Murdoch is the one who pulled the trigger on this because I mean he's complete and total big pharma do boy. He's right up there with World Economic Forum and everything else. And ironically enough, Tucker Carlson also called out the WEF I think last week discussing their push and their obsession with forcing people to eat bugs. That was another thing. So we'll see how this plays out. But again, glad to see that the truth is getting brought to light. And I'm glad to see that uh, Tucker Carlson's probably going to be able to have a very big following. I really hope he's legit and he does the right thing because, quite frankly, he's the only one that I've seen anywhere on mainstream media that has really started to uh, hit some of these topics. And he's been doing it more and more aggressively now on live air. Hence why Fox fired him all of a sudden. Uh, what, what do you think about this whole thing, Dad? Do you think Tucker Carlson's actually legit after this last thing he did on Big Pharma? I think Tucker Carlson's starting to wake up. And what's happened is, you know, he's been following the globalist, you know, mantra their line now for years and years on Fox. I mean, you know, we got to remember that, you know, State Street, BlackRock, all the Van Blood, all that, they all own the Fox. And all these news companies are all owned by the same people. And once you understand that, you start to realize that even when people get into a position of power in such a place in which they're actually given a leash to be on, in which they can only say certain things, they start waking up. You see it a lot with Hollywood actors, you know, with Robin Williams. He was starting to wake up. Seymour Hirsch was starting to not Seymour, that Hoffman or whatever his name was, uh, the guy who played the, that, one, that one weird part that he did that one time. He started to wake up. You know, they, when they start to wake up, they have to be written out of the script. Joan Rivers woke up and started talking about Obama was gay. And that, you know, Michelle was a tranny and started telling the truth. <clears throat> Glenn Black, same thing happened with him. He got on Fox and he started talking about the Central Reserve Banks and the Federal Reserve Banks and who they were. And he was suddenly taken off of Fox. They're given a leeway in order they can say certain things to maintain that polarity. But once they start getting really, really, really close to the truth, they've got to be silenced or taken off or discredited. And that's what I think happened to Tucker. Now, he may start really, really going after everybody now. I mean, they even called him an anti-Semite at Fox, and all of his coworkers supposedly hate him and all the other stuff. But Fox has lost a huge percentage now of its value because they got rid of him because he was the number one draw on Fox. You know, Bill O'Reilly was, and they got rid of him too. And they always take people out when they start getting too powerful and too big, and they start making – how much should I say? Too, much, uh, too, much, too many waves, and they start talking about too much stuff. You know, now Fox News, just an article here by the Daily Mail says Fox News just pulled a Bud Light. Furious Tucker Carlson fans say they will now boycott Beleaguered Network after his firing because it was the only show I watched. Wow. Fans of Tucker Carlson are now canceling Fox News and are trashing the network. Make it fair pox to Bud Light. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene suggested the fans will now boycott the channel, and they will because people have had enough of it because, you know, he was telling the truth. He was going out and talking about stuff in some areas. And he was getting more and more and more away. Here's the problem that you have. Every single time you dig into this, I'm going to be straight with you guys. Now I'm always straight with you guys. Every single time you dig into this group of people that run the planet, and you start talking about BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, Bloodline, okay, Kabbalist, Luciferian Network, Synagogue of Satan, you know, the Pharmakia, the Sorcerers, all of it. Whenever you dig down deep enough and you start going through the piles of manure. Which is what this is. Okay, you've got to go drag ditches. You got to dig yourself into these piles of the manure, and you've got to try to basically figure out what to do. But once you do that, and you get to the very bottom of the worm in the middle of the pile of manure, you're going to find the Luciferian, Kabbalist, Synagogue of Satan, fallen angel groups that have done what they've done for thousands of years on this planet—the ancient Canaanite religions. That's who you're going to find. 
they're the center of the nexus. And they're the ones that hate God. They're the ones that hate Jesus. They're the ones that hate Christians. And they're the ones that run the money supply. They're the ones. It's always the same people. The problem is, is they've got so much manure piled on top of them. They've got so many cutouts like Bill Gates and Soros and Klaus Schwab and all the rest of them. You've got to sort through these people. You've got to stick them on a shelf, stick them on a shelf, stick them on a shelf. And you've got to just say, hey, wait a minute. I think I need to basically do something else here as far as looking at what's going on with reality. But once you – and the Federal Reserve Banks, that's part of it. That's part of it. And, and that's a major part of it. The, 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 the chemtrails, the contrails, the geoengineering, that's all part of it. The food supply is being destroyed. That's part of it. This decimation of the crops and the food, that's part of it. All of this stuff is being done by the same people, by the same fallen angel DNA groups of folks that we're going to talk about on May the 1st. Well, we're going to try to. We're going to have to directly cover all this stuff on one show. But the reality is, is this is where we find ourselves in the United States of America and the entire world and the entire universe right now is that we are basically on a prison planet locked up with a bunch of these nutbag fallen angels. And that's the problem that we have with this group of people that are continuing to worship these entities, continuing to sacrifice the children. There's a million kids that go missing every year in the United States, guys. A million kids. And I guess what they found is that you know, their little experiment they're doing out here to us, uh, they're, they're finally starting to realize that there's too many of us, and they don't need as much energy being produced by us. Because remember, they trawl. They, it's like a net. They, they trawl the planet every single day you know, with their, with their equipment and with their electronics to draw energy out in order to feed themselves. I mean this is – they're like energy vampires. They've been separated from God Almighty. They don't have the ability to get energy from the field they live in, so they've got to get energy from us. And that's what I talked about yesterday with the cattle mutilations and all the rest of it. This group – and you say, well, this sounds absolutely crazy. I know it sounds crazy. Doggone it all. It sounds nuttier than a fruitcake. The problem is – Every time you dig down deep enough, this is what you find, and, and, you, and they want to rebuild that third temple. They want to bring out the Antichrist. They want to do all of that stuff. You know, this is the same group of people that were controlling Israel in '67 that basically, and still control Israel today, by the way, who basically strafed the USS Liberty. It's the same group of people that caused the Civil War, World War One, World War Two, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, running their drugs in their pharmacia out of Southeast Asia. I have a good friend of mine yesterday, and they were talking about. She was talking about how she was in this meeting. And she was, they were all talking about how Russia and China are bringing all these drugs to the United States. And she looked at him and she goes, no, it's not. It's the CIA bringing this stuff in. And they looked at her kind of funny. They didn't know what to say because they've been so brainwashed, like Austin said, with, a, with all the pharma key and all the advertising and all the marketing. And, and Austin's right. You've got to mute the stinking commercials. I get so frustrated. I, I had a, a friend here a while back, and I went to their house, and this lady had, you know, Fox News turned on, blasting through the house, and, and commercials and all, and nobody was even watching the TV. They were just sitting there watching, you know, talking to each other over the TV as loud as they could yell because they couldn't hear each other because the TV was on. And finally, I, I said to her, I said, I can't, I can't deal with this. I, so I walked over, turned the TV off, and uh, you know, now you can hear each other. And it's like they looked at me like I'd done something sacrilegious. I turned off the Fox News, you know, and I, I, looked at him, I said, dude, nobody's listening to this. You know, we're trying to have a conversation. Why can't we just have, like, quiet? Well, it wasn't but a few minutes later. You know, the ladies went back over and flipped the news back on and started watching more Fox News. And I said, well, I got to go. <laughs> I said, I can't take this. I listen to this stuff and have to read this stuff all day long for the podcast. And I said, I don't want to deal with this mess right now. Plus, nobody's even watching the TV. And so many people are like that. They leave the TV on all night to keep them company. And they don't even realize what it does to them from a psychological standpoint, from a subconscious standpoint, all of that stuff. So 
I don't have TV anymore. I mean, Austin, you know, we, we basically, you know, lost my 40-foot antenna on the last hurricane that came down. And, you know, and so we didn't even bother to repair that. We just took it down. So I don't, I don't have any TV at all. I can't do anything. And I do miss being able to watch the FSU football game sometimes. I do. I miss that. But I've got a good friend of mine, Mike Florentino, who's got Florentino's restaurant over Lake Hamilton in Florida. And I go there on a regular basis, and he's got like a sports thing where he got big TVs up. And so I can go over there and watch the FSU game. So he, Mike always allows me to do that because he's a really good dear friend. And if you're ever in the area, go to his restaurant and tell him I said hi. But the reality is this. Florentino's restaurant, Lake Hamilton, Florida, in case you don't want to write that down. Now, he's not paying me for this. He's a good friend. He's a dear friend. He was here with me for days upon days upon days and stayed with me. You know, when Sharon passed away. So he's a really good friend. But the reality is that, you know, don't be watching TV all the time and just brainwashing yourself. And then they have, they have flicker rates. They use certain colors. They use certain mannerisms. It's all programming. Like Austin said, you'll have 40 or 50 of them reading the exact same script. It's all by it's all owned by the same Kabbalah Luciferian network. And when we understand this and we see it, like Tucker Carlson may be seeing it, like Blake again, Black started talking about it you know, as far as the Federal Reserve Banks. Once you step out of their narrative and you start saying things you shouldn't ought to say, like, you know, big pharma controls advertising, you know, on all the radio and TV shows in the world or in the United States, at least. All of a sudden you go, whoa, you can't say that. You know, you got to delete that. You know, you got to rewind. And so he may have gotten off script off. So that may be what happened to him. So I don't know. Or they may have just decided that he was basically uh, had to run his usefulness on Fox and they decided to get rid of him. Or they may have gotten rid of him because of the Dominion voting machines and they used a lot of his show from his show to basically do the settlement. But let me say something about the Dominion settlement, you know, with the hundreds of millions of dollars that were being having to be paid out to Dominion from Fox. I'm not going to get into the whole thing with the election fraud. You guys already know how I feel about that. But here's the point about all of that. The guys that run the planet are quadrillionaires. They own thousands, they have thousands of trillions of dollars. You know, you know, $800 million in a settlement is a line item entry. It doesn't mean anything to them. They print the currency, guys. It doesn't mean anything. You know, it's, it's, more, it's, it's, it's more effective to come in and say, don't talk about anything that these guys are doing with these voting machines or we're going to sue you. That's what that means, right? Isn't that what that means? You know, if, you're, if you're alt media and you talk about this or if you say the school shooting wasn't real, you got to be careful with that or you go to court on that. That, that happens too. I mean, that happens a lot. Or if you start talking about, you know, you know what's happening, you know, across the border or what's happening with Big Pharma, there's certain things that are trigger points that these guys don't want you to talk with because what they do, they're key points in the algorithms they use. And, and because remember, everything's about programmable stuff. You know, our DNA is programmable. You can change it using radio frequency. You can change everything. You give, we've proven that we've seen it on research. You can make a person incredibly happy, incredibly depressed. You give them cancer. You can do everything else by simply putting a certain frequency through their bodies. And so what they do is they constantly control the energy field on the planet so they can get the maximum food from that. And, and now what they're doing, they're, they're, they're culling the population. Now, there's a real good article here from the COVID blog, and I thought this was pretty good. It says five reasons to believe the global population is already one billion less than it was in January of 2020. And, you know, and I, and I read through this, and I thought, you know, this is this is interesting. I mean, why would they say this? Because, you know, it, it's getting to the point now where there's a massive labor shortage in the United States, and we have massive amounts of people, you know, who are being hired because even when they're not even trained. You know, here's what they go. Here's the article goes on to say. The bottom line is that millions of Americans have died or severely maimed from the lethal mRNA and viral vector DNA injections that physically cannot work. Further, the U.S. birth rates in 2021 were the lowest since World War One. 
you cannot find a straight answer anywhere as to the 2022 birth rates. They're now explained. They're now being explained away as fertility rates, and they ramble on about the 2015, 2019 instead of just giving straight statistics about birth rates in 2022. Well, the reason they're not telling you the birth rates in 2022 because they've been decimated. I mean, how many times do you still see babies running around, guys? How many times do you still see people, you know, walking around with a stroller? Think about that. I mean, have these women have all been sterilized now? Are they miscarried? I mean, we don't know. They're not giving us real numbers. Number one, numerous countries reported record excess deaths, low birth rates in 2021 and 2022. Governments are in the business of lying, particularly about crime and population statistics to fit agendas. The best example is from Sandy Hook, mass shooting that left 26 people dead, 28 including the shooter and another person in another crime scene in Newtown, Connecticut on December the 14th, 2012. The blogger wrote on another platform in 2014 an article titled Sandy Hook Line, and the title speaks for itself. Neither that neither thus neither the conspiracy theory that the whole Sandy Hook thing was staged and nobody died that day is true, or the FBI is lying about their statistics for whatever reason. We'll never know the real numbers as to the excess deaths across the globe due to the injections just until naked eye observations start speaking for themselves. But here's a list of the countries that have reported record high excessive deaths, record birth rates, low birth rates. Japan, 1.5 million deaths. New Zealand, 38,000 deaths. Australia, you know, record low birth and record high deaths. Germany, virtually zero excess deaths in 2020. Then the numbers skyrocketed in 2021. And it goes on to say there's no way of knowing exactly what is happening in China and India. That's true because they don't give you actual information. So you don't know how many people have died over there. So you have no idea how many people have died from the COVID vaccines. And, and we need to get this, that there's no guarantee that they haven't already started their giant eugenics protocol, which I believe they have. And then suddenly kids die anonymously. You know, you know the pattern is now well established that vax zealot parents allow their children to be injected multiple times and they feed their babies vax breast milk and the child dies. But they're not really talking about any of that. And then we need to go on and realize that, you know, you know, how, you know, how many people out there are dying and we don't know anything about who, who they are. You know, this, this was Dominic Silvia, Del Silvia. She's a 30-year-old North Carolina woman. She disappeared from social media. You know, she returns with dystonia, severe convulsions after COVID-19 vaccine. So how many of those people do we have out there that are having all kinds of health problems after they've been vaccinated? I can tell you right now that I know multiple people right now whose immune system has been shot. And they've come back down with cancer again. You guys know I've, I've, we've prayed for one of them on the show after they were injected. And then you got polio. You got famine in Africa, as always. There's always you know famine in Africa. And, and, and it's sad. And here's the problem with the famine in Africa. What the World Health Organization did and what a lot of other people did in Africa back in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, Africa was a pretty self-sustaining continent. And we started pushing huge amounts of food into it. And then they started feeding a lot of the people in Africa. They started having record numbers of births, and they didn't know how to feed themselves. And as the food supply went up and down, up and down, based upon donations given to the country, you start having massive starvation in that, in that, in that, in that continent. It's, it's a giant mess when we get involved in stuff. We start messing with indigenous species of people and how they have been living for thousands and thousands of years. And we start doing things to them to implement our change and our new world order into their culture. And, and we see this. The only exception with that would be Christianity, in which we teach them how not to be a pagan, how not to sacrifice their own children, and how not to eat each other, which is something we did with the, with the Indians and the Central Americans and the South Americans here in the United States. Not all Indians were doing stuff like that, but a lot of them were, especially in the Central and South America. The problem with all of this stuff is that you've got to remember that when you start giving people free everything, they become you know, crippled metaphorically. You know, you, they don't they don't really have the ability at that point to go ahead and continue to live a life of productivity. They don't have that. They have the ability just to sit there and get free stuff. 
That's why communism and socialism doesn't work. That's why they knew at the Frankfurt School, it's called cultural Marxism, if they introduced this to the United States, which they have, and we talked about the planks of the Communist Party yesterday, if they introduced it to the United States, you'll have a slow degradation of the societies that completely implodes. When you have everybody wanting to get in the cart and nobody wants to pull the cart, you get a wagon that will carry six people. You've got two people pulling it or five people pulling it or ten people pulling it, and they don't have any horses. We've got people pulling it, right, the economic world engine, and suddenly you got – you know, 500 people pulling the cart, and you know, there's four or five people running in there and just hopping in the back of the cart and having fun. Well, suddenly, you know, the 100 people say, I don't want to jump, do this anymore. We're going to pile into the cart. They stack the bodies high and wide. And all of a sudden, now you got, you know, people pulling the cart, and pretty soon everybody's in the cart wanting to get a free ride, and nobody wants to pull anymore. That's what socialism is. That's what communism is. So have they come in now and massively decreased the population of the planet because there's too many of us? And they don't need this much energy or food because there's only a finite amount of these. Angels, though their numbers are innumerable, there's only a certain amount. Do they have to have other sources of energy? Are they trying to find other ways to feed themselves, or are they just saying they've got enough of the human beings now producing enough energy that we need to call the population? Guys, always remember this. you got to look at the ulterior motives that our battle is not against flesh and blood. And as Christians, we need to realize that we're just passing through here. You know, This isn't our world. You know, It's nice. There's some nice things about this planet I really enjoy. There's some nice people. There's some beautiful scenery. And I mean, I loved it. I still do. But the reality is, is that it's not our home for eternity. This is just a, a proving ground, so to speak, for us and what we're going to do and how we're going to serve God. Always remember that to bring honor and glory to God is the sole purpose of man, to serve and obey his commandments and to realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And that this is the day the Lord hath made and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it. And we're always going to put Jesus first in our lives. If we remember to do these things and understand these things, what's going to happen is we'll continue to be directed and guided through the Holy Spirit. So it's really important that we all look at what God wants us to do with our lives and be led by his Holy Spirit and stand your ground. Tucker Carlson not being on Fox is not going to be the end of your life. Getting all kinds of emails. I can't believe this has happened. It's, guys, listen to me. Tucker Carlson got off the chain, just like John F. Kennedy did. John F. Kennedy, after his PT boat got shot up and he was on that toll, he basically had an epiphany, in my opinion. Best president we've ever had. Now, his personal life was kind of messed up pretty bad with the women and all that kind of stuff. I got that. But the reality is he wanted the United States to be back to where it was. They had to kill him for it. Same thing with his, his brother. They had to kill him for it. You know, all these people back in the 60s that died, whenever you come out of the out of the mold, and you start talking about what they're doing, like Timothy O'Leary, you know, giving huge amounts of LSD to college kids. When you start talking about what they did, or back then exposing it, sometimes they just have got to, got to, got to, they've got to get rid of you. Like perfect example again is Joan Rivers. You start telling everybody that Obama's gay and that Michelle's a tranny. She, she's a homosexual, but basically a man who basically dresses as a woman with full equipped body parts. And you see her walking down the stairs, and she's got like an Alabama black snake in her pants, and slinging around. You're like, what the heck is this going on? That's how perverted these people are. They'll push any agenda they want to push on you and tell you it's the truth and lie to you so much that you finally believe it. And the sad part about this is that Christians in the same way. They have fallen for this, and they've allowed themselves to be put into a situation where they're always in a place that they don't need to be in many cases because they watch the wrong stuff on TV or the pastor's not telling them the truth. Always remember that. We are the children of the Most High God, and the power that resides in us is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead Always remember that and who you are. That's why it's so important that you do not pray imprecatory prayers and practice witchcraft. Don't do that. Don't curse people. 
pray that they get exposed to the word of God. Pray they accept Jesus Christ. Pray that they can bring honor and glory to God. Pray their lives turn around. Pray that basically they get exposed to the general population of the media. We see who they are. But don't pray curses on people. You have too much power. You have too much authority. The Bible says we're to walk in love. The early church didn't pray curses on the Roman Empire and take over Rome. They walked in love. They always walked in love. They met and met in their homes. They met in the caves. I've been in the doggone catacombs in Rome where they met. Austin has too. All of this stuff is important that we understand that we are Christians and we have to walk in love and we have to care for one another. Just thought I'd mention that on today's opening. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, that's well said. I mean, and then continually going out and trying to encourage people to spread the truth and spread the word about what's really happening. And that's why I said before, I think Tucker Carlson, if he does this right and plays this right, he could definitely have a um, massive, massive following, even larger than he's already had, and not be you know, shackled by the uh, chains of tyranny and oppression from the mainstream media. So definitely something to continue to encourage him on that. Also, too, in other news, like you were just talking about, can, people continually are lied to. And this is what the mainstream media does a fantastic job at, where eventually people just believe the truth because they don't really, they, excuse me, they just believe the lie because they don't know what else to believe because there's no other option. You keep saying the lie long enough, you keep making the lie big enough, you keep saying it over and over and over again. People just eventually believe it. Joseph Goebbels made this very clear. And the other day, if you guys noticed, back in April 2022, bumbling buffoon Biden got up and told everybody that, you know, they're all our children. And that the reason you're the teachers of the year is because you recognize that. They're not somebody else's children. They're all our children in plural fashion. Like they're ours, possessive. Then he goes on yesterday and he goes, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. Well, it's going to be a hard no for me there, boss. Maybe you can go find some ice cream and find somebody else to sniff, but you're, our <laughs> children are not your children. Uh, my children are not part of your little weirdo debacle that you have running around the White House right now. Our children are our children. Parents, those are your children. And what this is designed to do, though, very clearly, you can see what they're doing here. They're slowly saying these things over and over and over again. Because remember, Biden has no idea what he's saying. He doesn't have any idea where he's at most of the time. I mean, he gets lost on you know a 10-by-10-foot 10 10 stage the vast majority of the time he's up. I mean, you can't figure out where to go. Turns around, just walks around, stands around in a circle. Everybody's cool. Come here, Joe. Come this way. Walk this way, Joe. And he's like, oh, oh, is there – is there ice cream over there? Oh, yes. Oh, my favorite. And he like stumbles over there, runs over there, gets lost trying to find ice cream. He doesn't know what he's saying. He just reads a teleprompter. What they're doing, though, the psychological messaging that they're putting out there is continually trying to brainwash the American population that those aren't your children, guys. They're our, our children. They're our children. We dictate what your children do. We control your children. We teach your children. We indoctrinate them. Communism. Communism. That is what they're saying here. They're getting the American populace desensitized to the fact that the state owns your children, when in fact they do not. <laughs> Our children are blessed. Our children are ours. Our children are made in the image of the Most High God, and it's our responsibility to continually train those children in the way they should go and continually encourage them and bring them up in biblical values and teach them morals and ethics. That is why the majority of the mainstream media schools, excuse me, mainstream media, the mainstream schools 
have turned into nothing more than communist indoctrination camps because the true hardcore leftist communists, they know that is the place you have to start. Stalin said it. Hitler said it. The, all the hardcore leftists that have constantly tried to pull tyranny and pull it over the eyes of the population and tell them that it's fantastic, that they know this. Give me your children. Give me your youth, and we'll continue to build it up. We'll do what we're going to do. We're going to make everything awesome. No, they continue to indoctrinate them. This is what's going on with this perversion now with this transgender ideology. It's ironic enough in Montana, as conservative a state as that is. The, one of the lawmakers has now been censored in the House, in the Montana House, after he made a hateful rhetoric comment while debating a bill ending transgender procedure for minors. SB 99 bill, also known as the Youth Health Protection Act, bans minors in the state from receiving surgical procedures, puberty blockers, and hormones. Montana's poised to be one of the next state that's putting these bills into place. You can't – these 18-year-olds can't be put on – excuse me, these 12-year-olds and 10 and 12-year-olds can't be put on puberty blockers and can't go on testosterone at 13 years old. These are, this is insanity. This is a Schedule three controlled drug that's extremely controlled even for people that are on hormone replacement therapy as adults that actually need this. You got a prescription for it. Oh, man, you got a 14-year-old girl. She doesn't know she's a boy or a girl. All right, yeah. Put her on testosterone sipping it. Good. Yeah, that's fine. Start giving her injections every week. It's, it's good for her. What type of moron thinks that's a good idea? Nobody that's actually legitimate and practices real science and real medicine. But yet here you've got the uh, representative Zoe Zierfer who said the only thing I would say is if you vote yes on this bill and yes on these amendments, I hope the next time there's an invocation when you bow your head in prayer and you see blood on your hands. What? So he's saying here now, this, this is how hardcore they're trying to push this agenda. What these guys blatantly saying is if you go and vote for this bill to stop minors being able to have hormone replacement therapy and have you know basically – Appendages cut off that you know you have blood on your hands. This is how hardcore some of these individuals are now that are pushing this. They're literally going to full extent of trying to shame people by saying that when you pray, you have blood on your hands for not allowing a 14-year-old to have surgery done on him. This is how sick these people are. And every time we expose it, we have to continue to get the truth out there loud that people know what this agenda is. I told you guys yesterday on the show. With this LGBT QRS group down here in Florida, that now they found out that it's got to be an adult only show. Suddenly, they don't want to do the show anymore. Got to be twenty one and up to go to the show. Oh man, we're we're going to cancel it for now. We're we're sorry about this. We we've got to restructure some stuff. No, they don't want the fact that they do not have children coming to this because, quite frankly, guys, we all now know. They don't care about doing it all themselves very often. They were doing it because they want the children going to it. And that was in, I think, Port Charlotte. Yeah, this is, this is the agenda. This is what they're pushing. This is why it's so important you protect your children at any and all cost. Also, too, speaking of trying to protect children and all this other nonsense that's happening, Chicago now, their infinite stupidity, they have now decided they're going to set up an Amber Alert-like system to warn citizens about teen rioting. Yes, this 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 is their 
their great option that they're going to do now. Chicago's created an amber alert system to warn parents and others of downtown teen takeovers as they happen. The pressing issue for the Chicago Police Department is the incoming leadership is the downtown teen takeovers as others gathering have been advertised on social media this weekend. Churches and community groups are stepping up in partnership with police to curb the youth rioting. Community organizers are now doing their part to help stop the teen takeovers that happened again last week in Chicago. The new idea is an Amber Alert system to let everybody know in crowded areas and shopping malls that young kids are coming to take over the area. I can't can't even take this seriously sometimes. So we're not going to arrest them. We're not going to encourage them to start treating their community properly. We're not going to start teaching them in school that essentially – Bad actions have consequences, like if you steal stuff or you vandalize things, you're going to go to jail and you're going to have a criminal record and you're going to have to do community service and you're going to have jail time. No, we're just going to start warning the residents of every time there's a teen takeover, you're going to get an Amber Alert on your phone to get out of the area because there's going to be 500 out-of-control teenagers that are going to be running through the area, breaking, vandalizing, firebombing, flipping cars, hitting people, assaulting everybody. And uh, yeah, just, just want to let you know. So the next time you're out to shopping mall and you get an Amber Alert, there's a group of angry teens that are coming your way, and you should probably uh, get out of the area because we're not going to stop them. They're going to go unfettered on their way, unmolested. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so just be aware of that now. Every time you hear Amber Alert on your phone, uh, duck and cover. Get out of the way. Hide under a chair. Do everything you can to get out of the area because uh, the angry mob of teens. Wait, wait, I mean, wait, what is this, Lord of the Flies in Chicago now? I mean, is this really where we're going with this? I mean, this is insanity. But again, this is all about breaking down the basic fabric of society and again promoting the moralist, zero ethics, zero repercussions, do as thou wilt mentality that they're continually promoting all across the country. Chicago just happens to be really bad because they've had rampant crime over there and they've had some of the worst leadership I've ever seen in my life with Lightfoot. The Beetlejuice lady, and now they've got an absolute another moronic mayor that's even apparently worse than her. Remember, he said the other day when these giant groups, 16, 17, 18 year old kids, are getting in shootings, getting in fights, vandalizing everything. He goes, You can't demonize these kids. We can't go out and, you know, we, we need to support them. We need to try to help them out. So now we're just going to give you an Amber Alert when they go out and about again to keep you informed that they're out and about rummaging through the streets, and, uh, but don't do anything about it. You can't, you can't make this stuff up. Also, too, in other news, you guys have heard now the verbiage from the bumbling buffoon and a lot of the talking points has now gone from banning assault rifles to banning assault weapons. I don't know if you guys have caught that over the last couple months now. I brought it up a few weeks ago. They're no longer using the term assault rifle anymore. Now, anybody that knows the definition of assault rifle is actually, if you look it up, the Britannica, assault rifle is a military firearm that is chambered for ammunition of reduced size or propellant charge and has capacity to switch between semi-automatic and fully automatic fire. This falls under the definition of machine gun, which you guys already know. You cannot purchase them post-1986 due to the horrific act that we got under Reagan. You look up assault rifle under Wikipedia. Assault rifle is a select fire rifle. It's an intermediate cartridge in a detachable magazine. Again, falls under the category of machine gun. So what they have found now is that so many people have fact-checked them that they now no longer are going to use the term assault rifle. They want to ban assault weapons. Well, the problem is 
There is no definitive definition, a true definition for an assault weapon other than a weapon that is in, used in the commission of an assault. Brass knuckles, a baseball bat, a kitchen knife, a rifle, a pistol, a chain, doesn't matter. It's an assault weapon if it's used in the commission of a crime, essentially. Well, now, nobody can really figure that out as far as the definition, including the own ATF who's discussing that we need to ban assault weapons. Well, there's a video <laughs> in the House Appropriations Subcommittee hearing. Representative Jake Ellsley asked the director of ATF, I need you in 15 seconds. Would you define an assault weapon for me? Uh, I could go shorter than that. Uh, if Congress wished to take that up, I think Congress would have to do the work. And uh, we're here to provide technical assistance. Uh, but unlike you, I'm not a firearms expert. Uh, we have people at ATF who could talk about velocity of firearms. So whatever determination you choose to make, uh, it'd be an informed one. <laughs> That's the director of the ATF. I am not, I'm not a firearms expert. Yeah, no, duh. We all know that, ding dong. This is why the ATF is complete and total just, just tomfoolery. Everything they do is an abysmal failure, including murdering and butchering over 80 women and children in the, in the Waco siege that turned into absolute horrific failure. What they tried to do was create a boogeyman so they could justify their own existence and increase their budget. What they did was – rattled a giant wasp nest in the American population and made everybody in the entire country realize that ATF is an abysmal failure at everything they do. Oh, well, except when they're running machine guns and 50 caliber weapons, the Mexican drug cartel, they did a fantastic job with that, including losing 2,500 of them and making sure they got back into the United States, including killing a border patrol agent. They're great when they do stuff like that, but actually doing anything productive like stopping guns in Chicago from being used in consistent crimes with drug members, drug gangs. No, no, they don't do anything. So you have the director of the ATF is not a firearm expert per his own admittance and has no idea what an assault weapon is, clearly, because nobody can really define that with a rifle, but they're going to enforce the law if it goes into place. Well, what we've seen now repeatedly, and this is why the bump of the brace uh, lawsuits are going all these different directions right now is because ATF doesn't have the ability or right to go in and redefine law or redefine what Congress has put into place. This is why the bump fire stock bill was deemed illegal and was overthrown now because ATF doesn't have the right or the ability to go in and redefine law. Again, as we clearly have seen, and this is why they are an abysmal failure and need to be dissolved at the highest level and just completely taken out. Again, We'll see what happens with this. Also, too, in other news, as the uh, continual rhetoric goes on and on about Ukraine, uh, they're, Ukraine's now saying that uh, we're not, we do still don't have enough military aid. Western nations now are being demanded by Ukrainian Deputy Foreign Minister Andrei Nelik is now stating that all Western nations should allocate at least 1% of their GDP for weapon deliveries to Ukraine for the foreseeable future. I can't even – I can't even with these guys. I mean the arrogance that comes out of their mouths and what they say is just infuriating. I'll be honest with you. It, it really is. It's really irritating to hear these guys rattle on and on and on. And NATO demanding that their member states allocate 2% of their GDP to defense spending. However, the bloc's annual report was published back in March revealed that only seven of its 30 members have been able to meet this target in 2022. This comes at a time now that Ukraine is demanding that everyone throw in at least 1% of their GDP to weapons to 
Ukraine on a uh, pretty much, I guess, indefinite basis now. We're just supposed to continue to keep funneling weapons. Why I can tell you why, and we all know why, is because they are making an absolute killing on the black market right now, trafficking weapons to all other parts of the world, primarily through Turkey and Istanbul, up to the Black Sea and going down to Africa and continuing to fund all the other wars that are continually going on around the other parts of the globe. And uh, yeah. They need more weapons, man, because, you know, why? Well, it's science, you know. We, if, you don't, if you don't support Ukraine, you know, you're a neo-Nazi, racist skinhead, right? That's what happens now is if you don't support Ukraine, you're basically not a uh, not American. The arrogance that continues to abound knows no limits, and again, this is all part of reducing the mighty power of the United States, and this is about coming in now and continually bringing the United States down a notch and another level and another level and another level to the point where if something does actually occur with Russia and China that we have a direct conflict with, the United States can look around and go, uh, can, can we get some of the munitions back to Ukraine? We're, we're kind of out. We kind of gave you everything uh, because we know you're enjoying trafficking it, but we need some weapons now. You know What's going to happen with that? Ukraine's going to look at us and go, oh, sorry, bud. Finders keepers. Losers weepers. It's ours now. Uh, yep, don't, don't ask us for anything. <laughs> they run away. This is what's going to happen with Zelensky and all these guys over there. They're not planning on doing anything with this stuff other than trafficking it. This is why it is so important that we actually have good leadership in the United States, and this is why we're in a position now that we're in, because the military-industrial complex, along with Big Pharma, has continually got its foothold in everything. And this is why Tucker Carlson called him out like he did. And so I'm glad to see that the truth is getting Getting out there, it's going to take a lot more than just getting the truth out there to make an illicit change. Everybody's going to have to start continually voting with their dollars and continually supporting companies that they know are getting the truth out there and are making change and not supporting companies that they know do not do what they're properly supposed to do. I've said this for years. This is why I've said if you don't like what a company stands for, if you don't like their motto, why do you give them money? This has been one of my biggest pet peeves when they have Starbucks coffee shops and churches. When you've you got the giant mermaid symbol at the top, it has all types of weird stuff. You can look all, you can look that. I'm not going to get into that on this show. The whole background, the emblem of the Starbucks, and the, basically the seductive mermaid. This stuff is not okay. Why do you want to give money to a company that blatantly promotes abortion? That blatantly says if you don't like fi- if you like firearms, if you're a Second Amendment proponent, we don't want your business. Roger that, buddy. Loud and clear. This is why I've said so many times, support companies that you know are standing up for the truth. That's why I've been very glad to see this entire thing with Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light, this boycott. Not that I cared about that beer ever before, but the fact that I like seeing Americans still have some resolve to say, listen, we're not going to support this. We're not going to support that. We don't like this. We don't like that. We're not going to go along with it. Now people are talking about canceling their subscription to Fox News. Good for them. I encourage you to do it. I don't know why you'd ever pay any subscription for a new service. You're literally paying to be propagandized on a daily basis. Not sure why you'd want to do that, but again, I encourage you to do the same and get the truth out there and vote with your dollars. That is one of the most effective things any of us can do because whether you like it or not, money makes the wheels go round and round. And when you start supporting companies that are keeping the truth out there and you stop supporting companies that are constantly promoting this filth, it actually does make a difference when everybody starts doing it in aggregate. What do you think, Ted? You know, often when people start telling the truth, 
and they basically, uh, you know, do the right things and, and, and start telling the truth about, you know, what's happening in the world. You know, we stop and we look at it. We have to make a we have to say, you know, why in the world, you know, aren't more people doing this? And I think it has to be it has to go back to convictions. It's how you were raised. I mean, you know, it's like, it's like with me. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. But I'm going to try my best to speak the truth and do what's right in God's eyes. Now, do I always do that? No, I don't. But I always try to help people the best I can to say, look, maybe we need to do it this way. Maybe you do it that way. Maybe, you know, you don't need to be confusing activity with accomplishment, right? You, maybe you need to be more productive as far as what you're doing with this or this or this. And, and the problem is, is that we've gotten so caught up in what you talked about in your very first segment about the, the Bernays stuff as far as, you know, the mind mass programming that we got from Sigmund Freud and all the things that they did to us for the past hundred years with the mass marketing – that they're trying to control every thought of every mind all of the time. That's why Christians won't stand their ground. That's why Christians won't do what they say they're going to do. That's, 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 that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And why Christians won't stand on what the Word of God says. Because they've been programmed and they've been confused. And this confusion is what leads to these bad choices and bad decisions and unwilling to say the truth. Well, I'm just going to go along to get along. Don't you understand that? Well, no, I don't understand that. If somebody's doing something that you don't like, if somebody's doing something that you know is wrong and they're a friend of yours or they're a family member, the Bible says as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. It also says that a friend will tell you the truth regardless of the consequences with you. Yesterday was so funny. I had a Terry and Van were on the back porch, and we were talking, and we were talking about, you know, dating because, you know, Terry's dating and I'm dating. And, and finally, Terry goes, well, Van and I want to have override capacity on, on whoever you date. In other words, if we don't like them, you can't date them. <laughs> I started laughing at her, and I said, really? I said, you're dating a guy right now. Are you going to give me override capacity on the person that you're dating? You know what she said? She says, yes, I will. And I went, whoa, isn't that what real friends do? Real friends encourage each other. Real friends basically take care of each other, and real friends will tell each other the truth. Now, there's certain ways you can tell the truth that are really offensive and certain ways you can tell the truth that aren't offensive, but, but you've got to understand something. You know, a gentle answer will always turn away wrath. I mean, you can, you know, and what does Ziegler say one time? I'll give you this example. You'll like this. You know, you can say to somebody, you've got a face that'll stop a clock. <laughs> and I, I listened to Zig say that one time, and then he laughed. He goes, oh, but wouldn't it be easier to say it this way? You have a face that will stop the hands of time. <laughs> And, and see, and, and it's not because you're trying to placate them or be nice to them or whatever, but you're not trying to be offensive to them. And now, sometimes you got to just tell them the truth. You just got to say, hey, look, you know, you need to stop doing this or you need to do this or you need to do that. You know, but reality is this. That's what we're supposed to do with one another, isn't it? You know, I had the opportunity to pray for you guys again. And I, you guys are amazing to me. And I'm behind right now on my emails. I, I am because I'm, I'm kind of caught up with a bunch of other stuff, including the Angel War stuff that we're doing. I'll catch up on the emails, too. But guys, I love you, and I really, really, really appreciate you. And, and I want to thank you again for supporting Health Masters. I want to thank you again for being here for us all of the time and for praying for us and allowing us to bring you know, you the news to the best of our ability and for getting your toothpaste and your vitamins and all the other things that you do for us. Because if you didn't do that, guys, we wouldn't be here, and we would have the ability to, to, to do and bring this show to you because they're coming after all the alt media. They really are, especially as big as this show has gotten. And they're going to try to do everything they possibly can to do things they can do to us, to entrap us and do things to us that are going to do things that are, you know, that you, as far as not what, not what we do, but what we say as far as trying to say, oh, you can't say this anymore. You can't say that anymore. 
guys, don't let them do that. Because as long as you're supporting Health Masters, we're going to be here for you. That's 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 the honest thing. That's the only thing I can say to you guys. I love you so much. I really appreciate you too. And thanks for your support and thanks for your prayers. I'll finish it up and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, we're going to start seeing more and more censorship, as obviously we've clearly seen over the last couple of years, especially during COVID. It was abundantly clear how they're going to push the agenda. Now we've got this, this you know, chat GPT thing coming out now, which is just pure, purely controlled on the back end by Microsoft and Google, where they're controlling the narrative of what they want this AI to produce. They're making it this woke AI. I've talked about it in detail the last couple of weeks. What's interesting about it as well is it's becoming a huge industry. They're already saying now that basically this chat GPT revolution has driven half the gains in the stock market this year on the S&P 500, meaning this, this AI is propping up the markets. That's what's actually keeping a lot of stuff afloat right now because there's so much money being funneled into it. Well, the problem is, as we all know, when you start seeing major heavy hitters like BlackRock getting involved in AI, you kind of know where it's going to start going. And this is going to be one of the things they start using is this AI programming to start controlling people to the next step. So you have to be aware of it because we've already seen the propaganda and rhetoric that's been spewed over the last couple of years of mainstream media, the censorship. You can't talk about this. Tucker Carlson made it so clear. You can talk about anything that they tell you you can talk about, but if you stray away from that narrative, no, nah, you're eviscerated. You can't do it, period. This is what's going to start happening, that AI is going to take it a step further, especially when you start looking at the deep fake and the other aspects that are encompassed with AI. That's going to be something that's going to be very difficult. You're going to start seeing things that people are going to say, well, this is real or that's not real or this is real, and they're going to try to manipulate things. They're going to try to lie to everybody even further. If you know that they've done stuff and they've continued to lie for the last decade after decade after decade, why would you believe they would stop now? The answer is they're not. They won't. They're going to keep pushing the agenda as far as people will allow them to and as far as people will buy the narrative. This is what we saw very clearly during COVID where people were just willing to go along with a little bit more, a little bit more. They, remember they incrementally did it? They first told us about it. They put all the videos out there. They got everybody scared. Then they started telling everybody, we're probably going to have to do a lockdown. Then they started telling everybody you have to wear masks, and they started mandating the masks. They started saying you couldn't travel here and you couldn't do this. Then they said, well, if you want to basically work, you're going to have to get the shot. It was just incrementally. It was very slow over the period of a year for the most part, but that's how they do it. That's exactly how the, the psychological warfare works. You slowly get people desensitized a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. That's why you have to have your base and your founding and your convictions rooted in the Bible. That way you know, that doesn't feel right. I've told people that before. Use your gut, man. You've heard people use that analogy, your gut instinct. If you're doing something, you're like, ah, no, this doesn't feel right. Something's not wrong. Something's just off about this. Something that I'm hearing about this doesn't add up. Let me do some more research. Let me question the narrative. That's your gut. That's saying, hey, something's wrong about this. That's your Holy Spirit telling you, listen, uh, you need to start questioning with this right now, bud. Don't go along with this. Don't agree to this. This is why it's so important that you be intuitive with that. This is why they've pushed fluoride so hard. Fluoride gets rid of that, that cognitive functioning, that aspect of that concrete rational thought of saying one plus one equals two, but what I'm watching right now is not equaling up right we got to start questioning what's going on. So continue to do your own research. Continue to come to your own conclusion. No matter what it is, you make your own decisions. Never allow anyone to tell you, you have to do this because I said so. You have to believe this because it's what I said. 
You can't ask any questions. We've always seen now, every single time throughout history, anyone, the people that are always the ones that tell you what you can and can't say, that try to censor people, they always end up being the bad guys, period. It's never, it is never varied from that. It is never swayed from that. Anytime you have a group that starts coming in and saying, you can't say this and you can't ask this and you can't do this, they always end up being the bad guys. So understand that and understand what they're continually doing. So continue to get the truth out there, my friends. Continue to keep your health strong. Keep exercising. Get fresh air. Get outside and get some sunshine. That's important. It's going to be a nice warm summer down here in Florida. I know a lot of people come down here and visit during the summer and get fresh air and go to the beach. Go to the fresh ocean, especially the Atlantic on the East Coast. That's one of the best things you can do. Just getting all that salt and magnesium and fresh air. Great for you. That's why they told everybody, you can't go to the beach during COVID. That was one of the most asinine things I've ever heard of in my life. You're talking about an upper respiratory virus that's running around. You're telling people you can't go get fresh air and get the natural minerals from the ocean, which is designed to repair us, designed to ground us, designed to increase energy in us. Guys, always ask questions, my friends. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. We're here to help you out the best we possibly can. Be sure to check out the Berberine if you haven't yet. That will be going off sale now. It's one of the new products in the next couple days, and some new stuff's going to be coming up. Also, the Basic Healthy Lifestyle Kit on sale right now and the pro cut core product of the week and vote for what you want to see win tomorrow looks like the cortisol buster and the prostate support are going back and forth so vote for what you want to see win tomorrow at healthmasters.com thank you for keeping the show running every single day commercial free y'all have a blessed safe awesome night we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.